Thanks. Right, so still talking about a lot that's been happening as far as the football is concerned. Remember, it is a Wednesday soccer night, and following the relegation from the Premiership, uh, Pulugwane City has moved very, very swiftly as well to so-called clean up the house. Uh, City have released a whole lot of players, including the long-serving midfielder Jablani Malulaga, uh, George Chigova, also Lishanolo Padi. There's also Tabiso Semenya, Sempiwe Shongwane, Bongile Boy, Edgar Manaka, all of them being shown the door. Uh, their coach, Clinton Larson, has also left the club alongside some of the members of his technical team uh, in Milton Ninov, who's been the goalkeeper coach, uh, Dina Dlomu, as well, who's been the masseurs, as well as Jeffert Borges Neto, the physical trainer. And to tell us a bit more, though, on what transpired during the meeting yesterday with the club owner, uh, Ujoni uh, Mokhaladi, as well. I'm joined by the uh, former Pulwana City coach now. That's uh, Clinton Larson. Clinton, thank you so much for your time. Good evening. Welcome to the show. Good evening, Rob, and good evening to listeners. A difficult meeting yesterday? Actually, not at all, Rob. Uh, it was very, very brief, and uh, yeah, the chairman made it clear that uh, um, you know the current situation would mean uh, restructuring in a way. And yeah, my meeting, we had individual meetings with the chairman, and mine was very really brief because I was made an offer to stay, mm-hmm. um, but um, we were very far apart in terms of um, um, what the club would could offer me based on the, my previous contract and. Uh, we then both decided to amicably part ways. So, just to be very clear, though, because sometimes there's always a crossing of wires here, Clinton, is that whilst there was this cleanup that I talk about regarding the players and so on, you were offered a contract to carry on with the club. That's 100% correct, Rob. Um, I was asked if I could accept um, a certain package uh, now that the team is in the NFD and um, after consulting with my family, I felt that it wasn't feasible and I got back to the club and um, and like I said, um, we came to a mutual agreement that um, it's best we part ways. I mean, you found a club that was struggling as well. That would have been put into consideration, though, Clinton. And I know so many games, and one had to watch a, a very painful process taking place. Um, was good football, um, committed football, but the results were just not happening, especially within the post-lockdown period. Yeah, Rob. Well, when I when I arrived at the team in December, it was mid-December. Um, I, I, I can't remember a, a team in the Premier League having lost 10 consecutive games without picking up a single point. So that's, that's the mess that um, I found, you know. And um, we tried our best to, to rectify things. I mean, uh, the psychological damage as well done uh, with losing 10 games was, was, was quite huge. And we had to build up the players' confidence. And uh, the conditioning of the team was way, way for, uh, um, off where it should have been. And uh, that's something we, we fast-tracked in the month of January. And immediately we started seeing uh, positive results uh, once the team got a lot fitter. Um, that period between mid-January and, and just before lockdown, we, we won three and drew one game, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then came the lockdown. And um, if you look at the way we lost games in the base, um, every time a ball came into our box, 
uh, you know, teams looked like they could score a goal. Um, areas that we had worked very hard on the training to try and neutralize opponents. Uh, you know, my memory is still fresh when it comes to the two flicks from Nukovic in the Chiefs match. Uh, we had man-to-man marking. That wasn't done. You go to Highland Park. Shalilile has a free header. Man-to-man marking again. Um, we second second best. Super Sport Krobler at the near post. Uh, you go to Vitz Avengar flicks at the near post. So these all basic basic principles of defending that weren't um, that weren't followed, and uh, we got punished for them. So I think as much as uh, things improved, uh, uh, like I said, I, I felt that the fitness of the team improved. We were playing a more attack minded game. Um, which is something that um, I, I tried to change when I arrived at the club. Uh, I, I, I saw previously that the team was playing a very slow-paced game and uh, hardly making any box entries. A lot of the players in the middle third, we tried to change that a bit, be a little bit more direct with more box entries, and we saw a significant improvement in that department. Uh, but like I said, the damage mm-hmm. was done defensively when we got to the base and conceded the type of goals that we did. Absolutely. And, and I mean, you mentioned a couple of games, Clinton, one that I, I watched very, very closely because it was a case of how are Sundowns going to bounce back into this league race and how's Bulwana City going to try and avoid this automatic relegation. And I remember you were going into the halftime break in that game against Sundowns. They had about 52% uh, ball possession. You had 48%. You know, the goal attempts were almost um, neck-to-neck. You had seven, they had eight. Uh, When it came to shots on goal, they had four, you had two. When it came to shots that were off goal, you had five, they had four. And this was a game that was really promising to to be something. Yes, at the end, 3-0 looks like a hiding. But you look and you analyze the game thoroughly, and you see the, the attempts, and you see exactly what the structure was all about. But it just wasn't going your way. Yeah, like I said, Rob, I think that was just one game you've mentioned. You know, you go back to the, to the Celtics game, you go back to the Chiefs game, mm. Highlands Park, you know, games we, we, we could have and should have won. Uh, but like I said, uh, you look at the individual errors with the goals we conceded, um, uh, very amateurish, you know. And um, and I always said, you know, if, if a team wants to do well, you've got to make sure you close the back door first, you know. And uh, I always felt in, in attacking areas the, the team had enough talent to create and score goals, but defensively we needed a lot of work, and that's an area that we put a lot of time into to try and improve. But, uh, yeah, in the end we let ourselves down with the way we, we defended. But like you said, um, you know, no team, even even the, the, the game against us, and um, mm. it was really disappointing to concede the way we conceded our goals, but um, it wasn't for a lack of effort. You know, I, every single game, I say to the players, I can't ask more of you in terms of effort. But we're, what we can do better is defend better as a team. And, um, and that's where we finally lay ourselves down. Absolutely. I mean, uh, you talk about that Chiefs game. Uh, I almost remember two goals being scored in literally uh, the same minute uh, with Kodoso providing for Nokovic and also Nokovic then uh, providing for Okumu. And, and this was all in the last, what, 15 minutes of the game. Critical stage of any match is that after having taken a lead uh, in the beginning as early as the 17th minute. I always look back and I say, my goodness, you score two goals and then you still lose 3-2. Yeah, Mike, um, Rob, you can speak about game management to players as much as you want. You know, at the end of the day, it's about the execution. Um, And that was something we discussed going into that game. We always want...
and tunnel up. You know, we made sure, we made sure that we worked very hard to put ourselves in that position. But like I said, you know, we worked mm-hmm. on training leading up to the game, knowing where their threats would come from, from a Castro, from a Nertovich, from a Cadoso. We had assigned players to mark those players, and um, and we didn't do that effectively and, and were punished for it. What's next for coach Clinton Lawson? Well, at the moment, Rob, Rob I'm back uh, with my family um, mm-hmm. in Durban, and uh, yeah, you know, it's been it's been a long time away from them uh, in the base, and um, just enjoying quality time once again with my family. I know we were spoiled during the lockdown, <laughs> mm-hmm. so um, I really got used to spending quality time, and uh, that's what I'm looking forward to again. The rest is in my agent's hand. Um, like I said uh, before to you, Rob, when we've spoken previously, yeah. you know, we try to we try to choose the best projects uh, to work in, and. Um, maybe a little bit more selective and doing a little bit more due, due diligence in the future um, when a project is, is available. But uh, for me right now is uh, just to make sure that, uh, you know, I refresh myself uh, both uh, um, uh, physically as well as uh, mentally and uh, make sure that when the next one does come, I'm ready for the challenge. Just quickly, I've got a minute left. Um, you, you can just say yes or no. Have you ever taken over a club where Ernest Middendorp has had to be the coach before? Um, I think you know the answer to that, Rob. Have a <laughs> great evening. Swapped, I think, I think uh, <laughs> we swapped at Celtics, you know. So, <laughs> yeah, that's it. Okay. You have a great evening too, Rob. Thanks so much for answering that, uh, Clinton. All the best of luck. You, I mean, it's not going to take long before you get another gig. Uh, we know your quality and, and, and what a great coach you are. Um, so I'm sure this is not going to be for long. But enjoy the very short break because it's going to be preseason pretty soon. Thank you so much, Rob. Always a pleasure. Thank you so much, former coach there of Pulugwane City, Clinton Lawson.